What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's first exclusive podcast from the greatest podcast on turf. If you are new here, I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. Today, we're kind of just going to sit back, talk about, like, reflect on week two of the NFL season. It's currently Monday, September 19th at 6.45 p.m., so the Monday night games haven't happened yet. The Bills versus Titans and the Eagles Vikings. We'll cover them more at the start of probably Wednesday's podcast. So um, be on the lookout for that. Don't forget to um, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you are new here, the greatest podcast on turf. Follow us on your whatever you're listening to us on. Be sure to leave us a nice rate. And before we get into any week recap slash fantasy recap slash anything else, Ryan's going to tell you guys about today's sponsor. Little Italy Pizzeria, best cheesesteaks, best pizza in all of Delaware. Two locations. One of those is in Middletown, Delaware. The other one is in Townsend. It is a great family business, a great food, great people, great prices. Be sure to come in and check it out. Let them know that the greatest podcast on Turf sent you. They will take care of you. Show proof that you're subscribed or that you listen to us, and they will hook you up with an additional discount. Absolutely, we will. With no further to do, we got the week to recap. Did we go through the games, or do we just run it with the topics that we talked about? I say we just run it with the topics we talked about. I mean, we'll talk about some fantasy football studs that killed me. That and literally that absolutely destroyed just me. Bent me over and demolished me. We'll talk about it at the end because that's the least important. Yeah. My first thing I wanted to discuss. This was the first thing on your list too. So the, I know you feel very strong Unnecessary about this. hate for Kyler Murray. Why do people hate him? I don't know. I feel like they hate him because he's short. I'm yeah, convinced. And I mean that can get a little like, that can get a little touchy. It can get canceled for that because why do you hate short people? Because they're short? Because they're different than you? Like, I, they say when he runs, he looks like a toddler that stole his parents' phone. Like, And, I mean, he does, but he's fucking damn good when he does it. <laughs> Yo, he was the only person on the Cardinals yesterday that he was, like, He put that football. team on his back and bought out and proved why he was worth that contract and proved why he is a top 15 quarterback. When he got that NFL. delay a game, he was like, oh, no, I need more space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, he was – did you see the scrambling play on the touchdown where he <laughs> ran a total of 84 yards? Was that the touchdown or the two-point conversion or both? I think it might have been the touchdown. Even he ran 84 yards, like within, like the 10 yard line. He figured out a way to run 84 yards. The, there was, I think that there was a two point conversion. I was like that too. AJ Green, AJ Green is football. terrible. AJ Green is god awful. But Kyler Murray trusts him. That's why he was throwing to him. And I guess he came through when it mattered most on that big two point conversion. Dot. But goddamn, is AJ Green bad at football? That was a it dot. Was, honestly, I literally was on Twitter. I said, AJ Green effing sucks at football. Three plays later, he caught the two-point conversion. I was like, he still sucks. <laughs> and Kyler Mur- or Hollywood Brown, yes, he should have called that pass, but that would have been one hell of a catch. If we're also being honest. Yeah. Like, I know it, if you hit, hit your hands, you should catch it. But no, that was he nasty. Got he, yeah. He, he got rocked. That was a good play by the defense. But now, I mean, I don't understand why people, like, why the hate for Kyler Murray is so, like, like, why do people hate him so much? I don't think he's one of the quarterbacks that gets ripped on. I think he's, he might be, like, the most. Him and Lamar. Yeah, I don't ripped know. Ripped on for And so Tua. And Tua. <laughs> I, listen, I was a Tua hater. I didn't like Tua even coming out of the draft, but I have my reasons. And it, There's I mean, a direct correlation here, and I'm not sure you're seeing it, and I'm not sure I want to say it, <laughs> but what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I, there's a lot of quarterbacks I hate. Dak Prescott. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like no, I'm just kidding. They, nah. He also gets one of the most hate. That's, I mean, that's probably because he's a cowboy, for being honest. But Or also, he's just, like, average. I mean, he's Tony Romo with a playoff winner, for being honest. But, again, that's a conversation for another day. But, no, nah, I mean, I just don't – I mean, I love Kyler. I, I love Kyler. I love Lamar. They're two, of, they're two quarterbacks that I have 
like as I've watched them play more, I just gained so much more respect for them because the way they play the game and the way that they're starting to like change the game. I fell in love with them in college when they were gross. Yeah. They were like, I was told that that wasn't going to translate. Just like, <laughs> I mean, the like NFL is changing, bro. I mean, that's my whole thing. Like, we're like that's part of the thing. I think like defensive players, like versatile defensive players, that can play multiple positions. I think they're the future of the NFL, just because the way that the NFL's changed so much from a primary passing game to kind of like an air raid quarterback, mobile quarterback like type of game. Like, I think versatile defensive players are going to change because the more weapon, the more versatile weapons that these teams get on offense, they're going to need defensive players to match it up. Like if you look at guys like. Who was I thinking of? Like Kyle Pitts, for example. Perfect example. He's like 6'5", 240, but he plays receiver and moves like a receiver. Like, it's crazy. Not anybody can guard that. Like, that's why you need an Isaiah Simmons, Jeremiah Wusukorma, Grant Delpit, Xavier McKinney, guys like that that can play in the nickel, guys that can play out wide on the boundary if they need to, and guys that can go up and make a hit. But that's my thing, though. And, I mean, Kyler Murray was disgusting yesterday. He put that Cardinals team on his back, led them from a 20-7 to deficit, and won the game. Awesome. That was, props that was to Kyler the, Murray. Really he uh, did props his Props to Isaiah Simmons for that hit. Yeah. Props to Byron Murphy. You shouldn't have threw the ball, for being honest. Wait until yeah. you get to the other side of the end zone. Yeah. But it's it's fine, you know? But, nah, I mean, as yeah, the Cardinals, I mean, they looked like shit. Their offensive line looked like shit. Their offensive line is so bad. Their defense ain't much better. Their <laughs> defense so ain't much better They're for being honest. They're such a bad football team. They're one of the worst in football. But they have Kyler Murray and D-Hop. Yeah, once D-Hop comes back. I mean, we all know how that goes. Kyler's a different breed with D-Hop. I mean, because D-Hop is Marcus Brown on the other side. I mean, yeah, and I think that, I think when D-Hop comes back, that's just going to open up for Hollywood Brown to really do his thing. Just because, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to do your due diligence when playing against DeAndre Hopkins because he will expose you. He will beat yeah. you deep downfield. He will go up and wash your best defensive back. So, I mean, that's going to open up a whole new can of worms for that offense because Hollywood Brown will be drawing cornerback to coverage and he will be able to get open play more in the slot and not be the main focus of the cardinals offense you don't have to be the main guy that kyler murray looks to on third down he can take off the top on third down yeah and you know start i mean and we saw that like whole trust factor down the stretch of that game too because i mean kyler was really only targeting zach Ertz and aj green the veterans that have played in big games before rightfully so I mean, yeah, obviously, but still, I mean, I think when he gets DeAndre Hopkins back, that just – and that's not – I know this isn't saying much, but that's just going to open up their offense and take their offense to a whole other level. I agree. Next up, on Ryan's list, and I quote, Colts blow dick. <laughs> <laughs> Care to elaborate? Because <laughs> if you watch that game yesterday, I'm sure you agree. I did. I, the Colts the, the Colts suck. Um, I, to be honest, I, I the reason being, I, they have nobody that's explosive. I know that, like – if Michael Pittman's there, obviously he's better for the offense. But if we're being honest, who the hell is burning them? Like, if I'm a defense, I, I'm playing, I'm I'm stacking everybody. I'm not putting anybody 20 yards downfield. I don't give a hoover damn. I'm Did not you, putting anybody over top of Michael Pittman because I can catch him. Yeah, you don't have to. And that's, that's, that's a big problem, especially, again, going back to the way the NFL is transitioning. All the teams have at least one burner, and the Colts don't have a burner, besides Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I mean... And that I mean that gets them bottled up, and they can't beat the Jaguars. I mean, are we going to talk about Jonathan Taylor finishing with seven fantasy points yesterday? I'm not worried about it because the Jaguars probably loaded the box because the Colts couldn't throw the ball because the <laughs> only other receiver is Paris Campbell. Yeah, I mean it's the Colts have textbook. been very, very, very disappointing to say the least. I mean I'm glad because I love the Jags. I love Trevor Lawrence and the the bet that me and you have about the Jags. 
So that win against the Colts, who are not a bad, like on paper, not a bad team and not a 100% lock of a win helps. It seems like we're going to be pretty even with the bets. but Yeah. But, I mean. Because the Jaguars, I guess I guess they look good. I didn't watch a game. I did. They look. I mean, Trevor was perfect through the first two and a half quarters. Christian Kirk did his thing. I mean, the Colts just looked out of sync. I mean, offensively and defensively. Colts just suck at football. Entirely. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. And the, and, and the next team we're going to talk about, the Denver Broncos, who also, and I quote, blow blank, according to Ryan. Um, the Broncos, what is, what's going on in Denver? Why are they? I'm I hoping think, it's his growing pains. There I think it's the preseason. coach. Oh, and that. I think that their coach is. <laughs> that coach is stupid. He is such a bad football coach. It's honestly terrible. Where did he come from? What team is that man from? I don't know. I'll look it up. Is he even from a team? Who who had him on their squad? Broncos head coach. I mean, it, it was Nathaniel just, Hackett. Russell Wilson was missing. Javante Williams wide open. I I'm know. not sure why Javante Williams isn't getting the ball more because I'm pretty sure him and Melvin Gordon are still splitting. Um, Melvin Gordon. He was the in, offensive coordinator in Green Bay. <laughs> really? Then he was the Jag. He was the Jags offensive coordinator from 16 to 18. Offensive coordinator in Green Bay from 19 to 21. Then this year he's the head coach of the Broncos, and he sucks. That shows he got carried by Devontae Adams the same way Aaron Rodgers did, and the Packers are just a poverty franchise. I don't even like. Why would you take the Green Bay coordinator? They're their, their head coach, was, their head coach does the offensive stuff. I and they were, they, they're literally, they were such a one-dimensional team. Yeah, AJ Dillon. I mean, yeah, Aaron Jones would have his games in the passing game, but literally, their offense was Devontae Adams. I, I, I just, I just, I just. Some of his coaching decisions. The fact that they have four delay game penalties in two weeks blows my mind. How does that even happen? The fact that you have 40 seconds on a fourth down to get your field goal team out there and there is three seconds left and your field goal team is running onto the field, that's a problem. <laughs> and he made it, too, dude. I mean, let's be real. I'm pretty sure he made The it. Houston Texans, they're not a bad football team, but... If the Denver Broncos are a playoff team, they win that game by more than what they did. Yes. And there, I think there's trouble in Denver. I'm hoping it's just growing pains because how high I am on Denver. But God damn, they're so bad. <laughs> I mean, Jerry Judy's out. PS2's probably out. They have a tough game They're both day against day the 49ers. Day. They're both day-to-day, but they I'm taking Jimmy the Niners. Are you taking the Niners? Probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jimmy G didn't look awful yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I can't wait to rip on the Niners when we get to them. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I put that on my list. Um, but, yeah, speaking of other poverty franchises that look bad, the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> Somehow they're off. They spent so much fucking money on the <laughs> offensive line. Ted Karras. They spent everything on you. The, who? What's the other guy they got from Tampa Bay? Alex Kappa. And then they got Lyle Collins. And Lyle Collins. How do you get worse? I'm looking in the camera like we have a camera up. How the hell do you get worse? The I fact th- that Joe Burrow has been sacked seven times there, in his past nine starts. There is a world. There is a baffles world. me. There is a world. Only seven times. That's surprising. In the past nine games. That's nine games in a row dating back to last season. He's been sacked seven times. Oh, so he's been sacked 63 times in the past nine games. Yes. Okay. Never mind. Yes. Okay. That's I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> that's impressive. Like, um, that's fucking that's bad. Um, there is a chance, there is a world, hear me out, where they played against TJ Watt and Michael Parsons, the best two players in football. That There is a chance. The only thing that can make it worse is playing the Rams next week. We'll see how they fare against the Jets. Do they play the Rams? No, they play the Jets. Oh. Um, I mean, the Jets' DA line hasn't isn't bad either. That we'll see now. There is a listen. There is a ten percent chance that their O line is fine and they just played against Michael Parsons, T.J. Watt. 
Yeah, I guess. But there's also a chance what you were saying is that they absolutely suck. Yeah. <laughs> Probably more likely. I'm just I'm I'm being I'm being the crowd. I'm being the I understand. I appreciate you being transparent, but goddamn are the Cincinnati Bengals a hard football team to watch. <laughs> it was so bad. I mean the fact that Joe Burrow has to scramble and step up in the pocket and try and make a Lamar Jackson play is it's, it's mind boggling. It's honestly perplexing to watch. Perplexing, holy shit. <laughs> like, watching that game, I was literally perplexed. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like, I mean, their defense didn't look that good either. I'm feeling better about that bet. <laughs> <laughs> what bet? The Green Bay one? The Green oh, Bay finishes better than the Bengals. If there's a world that they finish the same, and then they're the same football team. <laughs> yeah, but the, the Green Bay at least have an easy schedule. I don't know. It was hard to watch yesterday. And the last thing on Ryan's list, the Dolphins are dogs. I agree. D-A-W-G-S. They, dogs. They looked a Tyree kill. Dog. Jalen Waddle. Dog. dog. Tua. Dog. You didn't say it. Dolphins defense. Dogs. dogs. <laughs> but, dude, I mean. Granted, they got beat a few times against the Ravens. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. But Lamar Jackson and Rashad Beeman are bad men. And so is Mark Andrews. Yeah. Throwing it out there. I mean, the Dolphins looked very good. They're definitely one of the teams that have surprised me the most in a good way. I mean, there's a lot of teams that surprise me in bad ways, hence the Bengals, the Broncos, the Colts, teams that I was very high on coming into this year. Maybe that's saying something. Uh, but, no, I mean, the Dolphins look good. Tua's been doing exactly what he needs to do. Mike McDaniel looks like he came in, built the offense up the right way. They got their young quarterback some weapons. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill have looked like two of the best receivers in the NFL. Mike McDaniel might be my favorite coach in football. Really? I still gotta rock with Bill B. That dude got some, that dude got way more swagger than Bill B. You see him on the sideline with the shades, you know? yeah. Cause Bill Belichick don't give a shit. And what Tyreek Hill said about yeah. I mean dude. But I mean props to the Dolphins, they looked good. I mean I know that's four years. When did they come back? That was like It was a very big deficit. Yeah, it was back with two attack of Iloa. I mean, um, I mean, it was a very, very, very generous comeback. The comebacks this week, Browns came or the Jets came back. The Browns just suck. The Browns deserve to lose that game. They are a poverty friggin' franchise. Jets, Cardinals, and Dolphins all came back from huge deficits. Dolphins scored twenty-eight points in the fourth quarter. At <laughs> halftime, the score was twenty-eight-seven. Yeah. At the end of the third quarter, it was thirty-five to fourteen. Yeah. Then in the fourth quarter, the Dolphins outscored the Ravens 28-3 to and won by a final score of 42-38. to Yeah. <laughs> Good for the Dolphins. I was wrong. I'll, I'll admit when I'm wrong. I was wrong about Tua in the Dolphins so far, it looks like. They so had a far. slow start. Ravens defense came up big on some turnovers. But down the stretch, the Dolphins just looked better. Yeah, they just got to be more disciplined. Uh, they got burnt by Bateman. They got burnt by Lamar. Yeah. Uh, so Mark Andrews had some good catches. Huge plays against them, but... I'm still rocking with the Dolphins, man. Moving on to Anthony's list. We we fins up around here. First thing on my list, the Ravens are really good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Respectable performance. Lamar should get his money, his strata, I mean, he wants. we saw it coming. I mean, we said they were kind of, I've been saying it, they were kind of the forgotten team. It's as simple team. as this. If Deshaun Watson gets that money, so should Lamar. Yes. Lamar. I agree, because Lamar is a lot better than Deshaun Watson. And, and Lamar has proved that he can throw the football. He yes. I mean, he's literally proved that he can throw the deep ball. He can throw accurately. He can make throws on the run. He can make big time plays. I don't know what the Ravens are doing. I, I don't know. Um, 
The, the Ravens are one of those forgotten teams. You're right about that. I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody was talking about, oh, what are the Steelers going to do a quarterback? Bengals repeat going, making another run. The Browns got D-Watt. Nobody was really talking about the Ravens. But, I mean, the Ravens have looked like the best team in the division and if not one of the best teams in football throughout these past two weeks. Yeah, I know they played the Jets, and they had a tough loss to the Dolphins, but they looked really good. And, again, Lamar Jackson proving that he's a top, arguably top five QB in the NFL. He still doesn't have much help. I mean, yeah, Rashad Bateman's good. Mark Andrews is good, but he don't have the true like yeah dog that. I mean, what Devin Duvernay? I mean, Devin Duvernay round be opening kickback. He was good for him. He was out with a concussion though, so I think that hurt Baltimore a little bit down the stretch. Probably, but I mean, uh, um, next up on my list, Mitch Trubisky blows. (laughs) It's it's literally can you pick a time? It's time. I was was texting Jake earlier. Shout out to Jake. You're probably listening to this. It's time for Kenny franchise. Jake was saying it during the game. It's Kenny Pickett time. It's let's time just... for Kenny franchise, bro. Yep, let's see the Patriots they're... are not good as well, but the Steelers just sucked a little bit more yesterday than the Patriots. And Steelers really need TJ Watt because they yeah. barely did anything against you. How about day. Cole Strange one-on-one with Cam Hayward dogging him? I don't even know if Cam Hayward's that good. It might just all be TJ Watt. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Cam Hayward, but the fact that – did they even get a sack? I'm sure they have one or two. I mean, I think I didn't watch while I was watching. I was kind of I know their defense gave me three points in fantasy, and I was. I started the past defense who had eight because Mitch Trubisky is terrible. <laughs> I started the Steelers because they had 26 last week, and I just thought there was a world. They didn't have a sack. They didn't have a sack. Really? Yeah. I mean, the Pats O line did didn't look bad yesterday. They finally looked like the. Studs they are. I mean, David Andrews, one of the best centers in the league. Mike Onwenu, versatile offensive lineman who was a six-round pick who's been great. Isaiah Wynn didn't look god-awful for the first time in his career. And Cole Strange looked like the good first-round pick. Listen, the Steelers went from leading the league in sacks to not having a sack. TJ Against the New England Patriots. TJ Watt's a bad man. Yeah. I mean, but no, it's time, definitely time for Kenny Franchise to take 100%. over the reins in Pittsburgh. I mean, what's the point of drafting him in the first round if Mitch Trubisky is doing awful? I mean, it can't hurt to put him in. I think he should have saw time yesterday against the Patriots. I mean, I'm a Patriots fan, but goddamn. Unless they're, like, petrified of the O-line, which... I don't blame them. That's fair. I don't really blame them. But, I mean, at what point... I mean, at what point is it like, all right, it's not Mitch Trubisky. He's not that guy. We're going to bite the bullet. We're not winning the Super Bowl this year. Let's get Kenny Pickett going. I agree. Probably week eight. Probably. Right down the middle. Or whenever they're biased. I don't know if they have an early buy or late buy, but that's usually, I feel like, when it could happen. Yeah. Next up, what's next for San Francisco 49ers? We talked about this yesterday a little bit. Let's talk about it over – let's talk about it on the podcast instead of text. What happens if the San Francisco 49ers make another NFC championship game with Jimmy G? What do they do? Do they keep just screwing Jimmy G over and keeping him as the backup, or is it time to – Keep Jimmy G, get some more pieces around him, and try and win a Super Bowl because you're right there three of the past four or five years now. My personal opinion, I hope Trey Lance has a speedy recovery. Um, yeah. Broken ankle, done for the season, if you don't know. But I was one that said that they shouldn't have drafted Trey Lance because I like Jimmy G. I think yeah. Jimmy G has the potential to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I think he needs a really good team around him, and I think that they're halfway. I think they're like there. I mean, they their defense has more been lights out. I mean, they could use another corner. Offensive Who could they have got over Trey Lance? What year was it? Was that the Jamar Chase year? Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, if that if they literally picked anybody else, they could have The first two picks were Trevor and Zach, so they literally had to field. Yeah. Could have gone with the top corner. Could have gone Micah Parson. Could have gone Jamar. 
Yeah, and Jalen Waddle even was a top ten pick. I mean, there's so many other Panay Sewell. No, that was the year after. I mean, they could have done so many things with this squad, and they just. I mean, they drafted you, a quarterback, and I I think it's Jimmy G. I'm, I've been rocking with Jimmy G. See what you can get for Trey Lance. I doubt you can get much of anything I mean, because coming off the ankle injury is a quarterback, not a good sign. And we haven't seen that much success in the NFL. I yet. mean, the last I saw a stat, the last time Trey Lance played two games back to back was 2019, because 2020 was the COVID season. 2021, he didn't, he wasn't the starter, and this year yeah. he. Played one game and got hurt in the start of the second game. I will give them the benefit that, yes, Jimmy G does make your offense a lot more one-dimensional in terms of what you can do with quarterback runs. And I know Kyle Shanahan's offense is versatile, and he likes to have a lot of moving parts and a lot of different pieces. Can I jump in? Yeah, go ahead. they're now more one-dimensional with Jimmy G because when Jimmy G came in, they actually started passing the ball. They only had like three trap pass plays with Trey Lance. Really? <laughs> they didn't pass the ball with Trey Lance. I, and I, I, mean, I don't know. It's listen, I'm, I don't, I, 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 I'm a Jimmy G guy too. Ever since he was left the Patriots, I was like, damn. Like, I think that the 49ers are kind of just doing him dirty. And I'm glad that his contract is structured the way it is because he's going to get a bag. Do you see he gets 250K when he plays more than 25% of snaps and another 100K for every win? Props to him. Yeah, I mean, I mean good for the I mean, 49ers. He only had 30 pass here. I don't know when he got hurt, but wasn't it like the first drive of the game? You sure? I'm positive. It was the first drive of the game. Huh. I, I thought... I'm pretty... It was very, very early. No way. I'm telling... It was like... I'm pretty... It was the first or second offensive drive. I don't when did Trey Lance get hurt? Because I saw them talking about it on the game. They really are... Because they were like... They had three passes with Trey Lance and you already had 13 with Jimmy G. A fibula fracture and a ligament disruption. Damn, so this shit was all fucked up. Yeah. Um, the ankle injury occurred with about 2.20 to go in the first quarter. Okay, so it was like almost the end of the first quarter. Three pass attempts in the first quarter. So they weren't, they weren't passing a ball. It was on a fucking QB. It was a quarterback wrap. They pulled the guard and the tackle. Had this, They had pulled the guard... Had the tackle and tight end on the backside, pulled the guard, and he just got landed on the wrong way. It was like Trey Lance had three passes in the first quarter, and then Jimmy G came in with like 13 in the second quarter. So they, they don't pass the Trey Lance, and then Jimmy G comes in and they pass. Listen, I'm a Jimmy G guy. I think that Jimmy G's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. I think that the Trey Lance thing was stupid. They traded up and gave up a lot to get there. I mean, they gave up a lot to get there. And it kind of blows for the 49ers because you wasted all that capital on a guy who you aren't 100% confident in and a guy who is, who, where you have a backup that's arguably better than him. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy G can't go on the run and do the read options as well. But, I mean, Jimmy G's, he was a couple plays away from winning a Super Bowl. A couple, two games out of, in the past two years, he's been to what? A super, in the past four years, he's been to what? Two, super, two NFC championships and a Super Bowl? And he arguably could have made a Super Bowl last year if the dude uh, caught the pick. Yeah, I mean Tart or Ward, one of the two. Yeah, which one it was. I mean Jimmy G's not a bad quarterback, but I mean next up the Panthers blow. <laughs> I hate the coach, man. I worst coach in football. I hate Matt Rule with every single little ounce of hate in my heart. He is a pop. I can <laughs> coach that team. He needs, he to, needs to go. He needs to go back to Temple D one double A and do his thing there. Redo his resume. Go pull a Chip Kelly and go be head coach at some Pac-12 shitty school. 
I mean, Maverick has not been it. I mean, you have Baker Mayfield, who's a top 20 quarterback in the NFL. Christian McCaffrey is arguably the best running back in the NFL. DJ Moore is probably a top 15, top 20 receiver. I mean, yeah, the offensive line's not bad. Yeah, the offensive line's pretty bad. Yeah, your defense is up and down sometimes. But, I mean, come on, dude. If the Dallas Cowboys can get the boss to playmakers with Cooper Rush, I mean, they, they designed plays for Tony Pollard and designed plays for C.D. Lamb. They designed plays for playmakers. You can design a play for Christian McCaffrey or for Baker Mayfield to find D.J. more wide open downfield. I know. Christian McCaffrey barely touched the ball week one. Uh, he had, I think he had 15 carries for 100 yards. How do you lose that game? 15 carries for 100 yards? The Giants are just better. Brian Dabble outcoached Matt Rule. Dude, I, mean, I don't like the Giants either. <laughs> ah, don't even get started. <laughs> oh, my God. Nah, I mean... The Panthers just suck. Next up on my list, I think the Texans and Jags will be all right. I think they're going to suck this year because they're the Texans and Jags, but I think they're on the right track. I mean, the future is bright. Trevor Lawrence and Davis Mills both have looked okay. I mean, they haven't looked amazing. I mean, Trevor, they've both looked pretty good. I mean, the Jags just blew out the Colts, hung up there with Washington. Texans tied with the Colts and lost a tight game to the Broncos. I mean, I think they'll be all right. They're doing it the right way. Derek Stingley had another okay game. Cortland Sutton kind of exposed him a little bit. But I mean, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, it has to happen at some point. Yeah, I mean, this, the Texans and the Jags—they'll be fine. They're on the right track. Seems that Lovey Smith with the Texans and Doug Peterson with the Jags—I think they'll be fine. These are two teams that definitely are doing the rebuild right. Maybe we were questioning the Jags about the way they spent their money, but I mean, they're getting their money's worth from Christian Kirk. That's got to fall off. I mean, Evan Ingram There's hasn't no looked way. awful. There's no way that. Doesn't I mean, fall. even the Texans. I mean. Their offensive line still you could use some work. Kenyon Green, I don't know what he's been doing. But Derek Stingley's looked pretty good. Davis Mills has been okay. Brandon Cooks is still being Brandon Cooks. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that the Texans and Jags will be fine. Their records might not show. I mean, they're, they're a similar team to Detroit. Yeah, this season the record might not show it, which will segue into my next thing. Their records might not show it this year, but, I mean, they're a tight game. They're a tough game. It's yeah. not like, oh, they got the Texans this week. That's an easy win. Oh, they got Detroit this week, or they got the Jags this week. That's an easy win for my suicide pool. I think next year they'll be the Detroit of this year. You think so? Yeah. I think the Jags can do it this year, though, bro. I think the Jags can be that team. Be that team that what? Gives it to, Be Detroit. Give teams tough games. Go win some games you're not supposed to win. No. I think so. I, th- I mean, that's why I took the bet, though, over, what was it, six and a half wins? Yeah. I mean, I think Trevor's looked good. I mean, second year is the biggest year for a developing quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. All right, so I have a question for you. Scenario. Detroit Lions, say the Detroit Lions somehow win seven, eight games this year. What do you do with Jared Goff? Um, Are you keeping him around and trying to build a team around him and hoping he can repeat what he did with the Rams with a solid defense with a pretty good offense? Or are you still taking the route trying to get one of these young quarterbacks, Will Levis, maybe even make a move for Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud? Or are you rocking with Jared Goff and continuing to build the team? I'm taking a quarterback. Really? Yeah. Uh, Jared Goff doesn't need on though for me, That's unfortunately. Fair. No, I um, understand. His team right now is pretty good around him. He'd have to make it to the playoffs if he wants a chance for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, with the way the NFC is, though, it's so, like, top-heavy. He'd have to make it to the playoffs. He can make it to the playoffs. He has to make it to the playoffs. That's fair. Uh, and I'm not buying. I'm not. I'm still not, like, buying it that much on the line. Really? That's fair. I understand. I mean, they... They almost blew it to the Commanders. Yeah. Are the Falcons a good football team? No. God, no. No? The Rams might just suck. I, I, that's fair. <laughs> that's why I put a question mark next to them on the list. There is a chance. that I don't know. I don't know what the hell the Rams did. 
Uh, I mean, I don't... fumbled. I, dude. <laughs> uh, the... I mean, uh, the Falcons haven't looked bad. No. Two tight games to the Saints and the Rams. No. I mean, they can't get the job done, but they Drake London's looked good. He's been looks like he's been worthy of a top five pick. Drake London does look good. I I can't back him. I can't do it. I mean, I can't do it either because it's the Falcons, but I don't think that they've looked all that bad, if I'm being honest. So who are the bad teams in football? Chicago. Probably Seattle. Seattle. Chicago, Seattle. There's got to be more than two bad teams. Let's look up. Panthers or Panthers bottom? Panthers or bottom Panthers? All right. So we'll say good or bad. Bad meaning warranting a top 10 pick. Good equaling middle of the Packer playoffs. Yeah. Washington Commanders. Bad. New England Patriots. I would say well, Commanders, bad. New England, probably middle of the pack. Right outside the top 10, top 12, top 15 maybe, like in picks. You're picking like 10 to 12. Yeah. So I would say it's like... I'd say it's bad. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> um, Right now? Bad, <laughs> I guess. Kansas City, good obviously. Bad. Seattle. Bad. Bad teams, honestly, just looking at this list. Why are the Canton Bulldogs on here? The Providence Steamrollers. I looked up NFL team list. Oh, Jets are bad. Browns are... Jets are bad. Browns are bad. I mean... I don't know. Your worst teams in the league. Your top five draft order is probably looking something like Chicago. In no order. I'm just going off of them. Chicago, Carolina, Atlanta. Seattle. Seattle and the Giants, maybe? You mean the two and Giants? That's what I said. Maybe. I mean, I did. Maybe the Jets again. I don't know. Bro. I don't know. Or the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right. God damn. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christmas, bro. All right. In terms of fantasy, who are some players that surprised you this week? Who are some players that played against Amara St. Brown, Nick Chubb, and Aaron Jones? Nice. I also played against Lamar Jackson. Um, I also played against Christian Kirk and Rashad Bateman. Uh, this week was just horrible for me. Let's go for through Cooper some Cup. Of course, I played against him this week. Who did I? Some players that I, some notable players. Anthony started this week. Jonathan Taylor, seven point three. Cincinnati Bengals defense, three points. <laughs> Solid. In this league, I played against nobody really big. Tyler Higby, Dallas's defense. I mean, I left about 15 from Allen Robinson on my bench, 13 from the Niners defense, who I started didn't start over the Bengals. So, I mean, that kind of cocked me. Um, yeah, I don't know why you didn't do that. Started Russell Wilson, Kareem Hunt, played against Christian Kirk, Darren Waller, David Montgomery, who somehow had 15 points last night. Um, I started Chase Edmonds in a couple leagues, actually. I mean, in one league. I had Trey Lance. Nice. Who got me a measly 2.5 points. And then dipped. I started Bob Tunyon as well, who hauled in a whopping two targets. <laughs> Shout out to AJ Dillon, though, for 21 carries. And I left 25 from Drake London on my bench. I love that for me. I hate tight ends. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm about to start reaching on tight ends. Just having to <laughs> Don't give it um, a <laughs> I started DJ Moore, who didn't do anything until he caught that touchdown. Started Brandon Ayuk and Travis Kelsey. Played against Cup. Played against Tony Pollard, who had 15. I mean, who the hell? Who starts Tony Pollard? Who? The, the who dude they got Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup New Year, New Me. League. Who is New Braden? Thank you, Braden, for starting Tony Pollard because you have zero running backs. Literally. Thanks can't. for starting Jerry Judy though. Not a single running back. I mean, god damn. Who do I, I played against Clyde Edwards-Helaire and Aaron Jones? Uh, I played against Tampa Bay's defense. <laughs> oh, nice. 
You never know you're down bad until your defense is getting outscored by 23 points. (laughs) And you're just wondering, how can I win? I also played against Mark Andrews, and I had Albert O, who had zero. (laughs) Mark Andrews had 28, and I I still won the game. That dude had, he had Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews, and I had Albert O, and I still still won the game. This week, I think I went either one and, I'm either going to go one and three or two and four in fantasy this week. I'm one and three or two and two. You can't be two. I meant two and two. My bad. Not two and four. One and three or two and two. It was just a bad week, man. I just can't. I can't. I can't Chase Edmonds sucks. The fact that he's my RB three is gonna hurt me down the stretch of the season. I already know. I gotta make a move. Gotta make a move. I made the move in one league for got rid of Chase Edmonds though. Okay. Try to make that move in another. I traded him for Kareem Hunt straight up, and Kareem Hunt didn't do much better. But <laughs> I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, the Browns come out two headed monster week one, then week two Kareem Hunt gets nine points to Nick Chubb's thirty. Then, of course, it would be the week where... I played against Nick Chubb. I mean, I have Nick Chubb in one league, so it was fine. But, I mean, after he scored the first touchdown, he had, like, 13 points already. So, I'm like, all right, I'm fine if he finishes with, like, 15. And now it would be Kareem Hunt to do something. No, it was the Nick Chubb coming out party again, of course. I barely had anybody score 30 points for my fantasy team. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, in, in the greatest podcast on our fantasy football league, I'm in last place. I mean, what did I score? I scored 97 points last week, and I'm on pace to score... 115 tonight. That's if Derrick Henry, Dawson Knox, and Miles Sanders don't shit the bed. Look at my team and tell me how I'm not in first place. In the podcast? It is the league? best team I've ever assembled in my life. Which which one are you? Um, oh, you're Saquon Debo's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ryan's team, Kirk Cousins, a quarterback. Okay. T. Higgins, Debo Samuel, Saquon, Aaron Jones, Dalton Schultz, Daryl Henderson. Read with Alvin Kamara, AJ Dillon, D Hop, Julio, Dak, Tom Brady on the bench. <laughs> and I can't win a game. <laughs> Literally can't buy a game. Well, Dak's like your IR, but goddamn. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I've never built a better team than that and just can't win a game. It's mind boggling. I did. I mean, that team that is a fucking crazy team. And in first place. I mean, Jake's team really ain't that good either. I mean, his team's pretty good. Mahomes, C.D., Waddle, Jonathan Taylor, Mike Thomas, Travis Kelsey. Start Melvin Gordon, dog. I mean, on his bench, Hunter Renfro, Damian Harris, Jeff Wilson. My team's way better than that. I can't win a game. <laughs> oh, it's bad. But Jimmy G's back. You know what that means? Debo's back. Fantasy baseball playoff started today. Yep. I set my lineup. I'm winning 6-5 against Matt right now. This is semifinals. Who are you playing? Um, Andrew. Nice 3-3 right now. I mean, you see each other in the championship. That'll be fun. Yeah. $20 on the line. Yeah. And then if you beat Andrew this week, I'm hoping I win. I could I could really use the 40 bucks, but if not, I'm not tripping. <laughs> <laughs> in the 40 bucks, that fills up a gas tank. That's fair. That does fill up a gas tank. Yeah. I mean, gas is on the downfall, but it's still pretty high. I filled up today. It was like 35 bucks. My nice. little 10-gallon car, my little <laughs> Honda Civic, cost me about $40 to fill up. Nice. Is there anything else you want to talk about for your wrap-up? Any other fantasy topics? Anything you can think of off the dome? I'm Earl St. Brown. is apparently God. And it's crazy because that's, like, the first thing I called. Like, literally, like, that's, like, that's my biggest accomplishment. I literally, if you watch our fantasy outlooks from the podcast last year, I said, in the last round, I'm in Ross St. Brown. He's the only weapon in Detroit, and he's going to do his thing. (laughs) I mean, I was right. So, I'll tell you, I was right about that and Matt Stafford. I don't even know if I've had a call like I'm in (laughs) Mark Andrews. Yeah, no, that counts. Because, I mean, even before we did the podcast, you told me about Mark Andrews, and he won me a league. So, yeah. I'll give you that. I don't know if That's crazy. That was, like that. that was the first Amon Ra rule. You and told me Kittle. About, I yeah. also did Kittle. But Amon Ra might be bigger than both of them. 
Man, I mean, especially man. if he keeps. Um, I mean, Mark Andrews was. Mark Andrews is pretty big. Mark Andrews is a top three tight, a top two tight end in football. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I'm. A, I mean, you get it. Receiver is different, and there's a lot more depth of receiver. But I mean, I was right about the Dolphins. <laughs> whatever. I was right about Matt Stafford. That's bigger than the I fucking no, Dolphins win. No, I'm going back. No, I no there's no that. going back. I have you on video. I'm going back. I, I will pull up the receipts. I will pull. I changed my mind. I hate Matt Stafford again. Oh, I can't wait till the Dolphins lose a game, man. I can't fucking wait. Dude, I can't wait till Matt Stafford does a dying <laughs> Dude, I hate that guy so much. I hate oh, Cooper man. Cup, too. I don't get how they leave him. Dude, the touchdown, I was literally like, it's going to be a wheel to Cooper Cup. I'm telling you right now, it's a wheel to Cooper Cup. There goes Cooper Cup wheel for a 20-yard touchdown. I almost got him punched TV. I almost got him punched Matt Stafford right in the mouth. Sit there. All right, yeah. I hate fantasy. I hate That's going to wrap this one I'm up. Ready for basketball. <laughs> I'm ready for football to be over. I'm ready for mock draft. I have, a fantasy, ba- I have a fantasy basketball draft Wednesday. Nice. And that means I'll be fantasy, fan- four fantasy football teams, fantasy baseball playoffs, and fantasy basketball. And I'm, fantasy basketball is fun. I do, as I if my mental it, health was already not the lowest it's ever <laughs> been. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> As if my life can't get any worse. I have six different fantasy teams going on. I'm going to be out of my mind. <laughs> yeah. All right, yo, but now nah, that's going to wrap this one up. Thank you guys for listening. This was a good episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow us, rate us, and we'll see you guys um probably tomorrow. See yeah. Ya. Peace.